BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It is June 1st. 2022. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. And we back, and we back. Um, I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, yeah, across yeah, the table yeah, from yeah, me yeah. in this COVID-free zone. Uh, we have Dan James joining us remotely from his home studio. Good evening. Good evening. We have Kendrick Brock, Richard Gordon, Stephen Perales on the trap at the moment. Kendrick Brock asking already, did Brian Schmetzer put a curse on us for taking Pineda from him? I don't know if that's if that's the cure. Maybe maybe it's Pineda out. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm surprised just, people aren't calling for his head already. <sighs> yeah, it's um, maybe this is like 40 chess. Like he, our team is really not that good, and rather than him taking the fall for it, like coaches in the past for not producing results, he's just finding a way to keep getting them injured by over practicing and over training them. And, Whatever it's the is. injuries, man. It's just the injuries. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that's forty chess for sure. That's <laughs> that's some uh, yeah, some wacky shit. A uh, little housekeeping: if you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and or review. We will read it live on the show. Uh, I don't think we have anything new, do we? I don't think um, so. If you guys are listening to us or watching us on the YouTube's, make sure that you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell icon, and if you're watching live right now, smash that like button help the algorithms and uh, just help everybody find us instead of why, why are people watching um, TikTok ports of YouTube shorts or short, YouTube shorts of TikTok videos that get ported over instead of watching us 
Oh yeah, well, you need to be watching us. It's yeah. basically reels, right? It is just reels. <laughs> That's right. Like I deleted Instagram uh, while I was sick. I'm like, I'm spending already spending way too much time on YouTube. Yeah, and then yeah. So, I mean, it's, it all ends up there, and it it's, all ends up in one of the three apps. It's one of three companies that owns all of them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's um, whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you should be watching us instead, like Brittany asks. Um, yeah, it feels good to be back. It's been a while. Like I haven't recorded with you guys in forever. No. Yeah. Like before, I, I went remember to, the last time we recorded. It was just you and I. And Whenever then, I was in Buffalo. Yeah, we recorded with um, Mike German. Mike. Yep. Yeah, I think that was that was whenever I was in Buffalo, or that was whenever. Yeah, that was when you were in Buffalo, and then we were going to record the next week, and I had work, and, and then I had, you had COVID, yeah. and then the week after, uh, Dan had work, and you were coming off of COVID, and so here we are. Yeah. Here yeah. we are. I got all the antibodies now. Um, how you guys feel? I mean, about Tim, what? Um, I had. What did I have? Friday night to Monday morning, I battled. It was like a little over a hundred, probably like one oh one hundred, like a little over a hundred fever. One hundred chills, hundo p, hundo p fever, um, fever chills, and just like a bad head cold on top of it. it. Was like a mild flu. I honestly would have. For me, it was. I know a lot of people had a lot of difficulties. Like you got hit. Yeah, I've certainly been. My thing was always like, I didn't enjoy it. I've certainly been more sick than I was then, but it wasn't the worst thing, but it wasn't great. Like yeah. it, the, the fatigue and the muscle soreness really knocked me on my ass the um, second day. Yeah. The muscle, the, the lung capacity right now for me is kind of shot. And then my, I did like that. I understood. And like, I was carrying my daughter around in home Depot the other day and I was like getting winded looking at plants. that was bizarre. And then yesterday I helped move a couch at work and then my quads almost gave out on me. Like the muscle, like, yeah, just like, this is weird. This is weird. Um, yeah. So you're blaming like, that on COVID now, Tim? Your weak limbs? Yeah. I mean, I what? Yeah. Whatever. It couldn't be a lack of working out for the past <laughs> 18 months, could it? Dude, I was doing, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing like an hour on the stair climber every night before that. The stair so, I was bouncing on the ball. What do you want from me? I need to get Apple watch so I can keep up with you guys. You guys can see my workouts. <laughs> you do. You do. Yeah. Or you don't because you don't want to see it. No, yeah, I, Timmy, I want an Apple watch. Kevin for the will health just stuff. pick your weakest workout and comment on it, regardless of whatever <laughs> you've done. It's not my fault that Dan logs a stretch as I work out. <laughs> I mean, you can't what, help what? it. It does it automatically. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. No, I'm I'm usually not getting off of the Bowflex without hitting that like four or five hundo mark that's calories. That's so, the way to go. Yeah, that's good job, Tim. Not not happening anytime soon. <laughs> that's it's gonna be rough. But um, no, I think I would have rather had what I had that reaction than like a traditional flu because, like I least I didn't have like muscle soreness or yeah. anything like that. But I know everybody's different with that. Such weird. It's weird, man. I hope the rest of you guys listening, guys and gals listening are all staying healthy because I know it seems like it's going around again pretty bad. I know that I know at least 10 people that have had it in the past 2 or 3 weeks that yeah. have popped up with it. Um so I blame mine on like a very crazy like three day schedule flying to Buffalo and Baltimore and back to Atlanta. Like like actually two days and one of those flights I had to get up at like three AM for. So I don't think that I was really setting my immune system up no. for yeah. being in contact with yeah. all those people. So but it was a good time. 
Yeah, it sucks, Tim. Yeah. I had um, a pretty good experience with COVID. Symptoms were real mild. I was quarantined away from my family in the bedroom. So my wife brought me food for every meal. I played Tony Hawk's and watched Cobra Kai. It yeah, was. We all had the same experience, basically. Yeah. Just different shows, but different games, but same exact scenario. I've never. I, I've never regretted not heeding a warning about something as much as this lately, where you told me to get the grips for the Switch. Uh-huh. Because them hands is going to start getting gnarled. Have, have, have you gotten Hades? So Did you bad. get Hades yet? Not yet, no. It is such a button-mashing yeah. dungeon crawler. Yeah. My right hand just starts to close itself. Yep. Like yep. it's it's tough. Speaking of which, Mario Strikers comes out next week, I think. Yeah. So oh, sweet. They were yeah. doing a free trial of it this past weekend. I didn't do it, but no, I'll definitely. I'm definitely going to pick that up though. That'll yeah. be fun. Dan, are you? You? I know you have got the switch over there. Do you have uh, Nintendo Online or whatever? Uh, I think so. If not, I'll just get it. So we yeah. can it's like six together. bucks a year. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I've got to. Uh, I've got to get some new controllers that I won't let my kids use because they pick. You know the thumb controller? They yeah. pick the rubber thing off. Oh, come so on. So it's like you move and your thumb just slips off the controller. Uh, like, God damn it, children. You know what's Every so time. funny? Um, yeah. Dude, it was that and then the N64. Well, I was a kid back then. But the N64, like playing WCW Revenge and yeah, getting the stigmata hand from... Because there was no padding on yeah, that joystick. Th- those joysticks no, had like little concentric rings in it. But yeah. by the time we got done playing after a couple of weeks, it, it, just, got, it just got so full <laughs> of, of scar Skin. tissue yeah. that it was smoothed over. So Eric mm. Ferreira is, uh, uh, is saying in the trap, we need a Mario Strikers tournament. I like it. And it's funny because Kevin sent me... A couple days ago, it was like four years to the date from whenever we did our uh, charity FIFA tournament for soccer in the streets at Second Self Brewing. Yep. Um, and that was really fun. And I think that Mario Strikers would be... Yeah, that'd be a blast. That would be super fun. Yeah, we might have to think about doing that. Oh, man, I got to show you a video later. To speaking of Switch, so for Memorial Day weekend, we had a family get together and my sister and brother-in-law have... Uh, they had just dance on the switch and I brought mine too. So we were all able to play. Oh my God, dude. Is that fun? Not only is it ridiculous, but inevitably whenever you've got six people playing just dance in a small confined space, people are getting smacked left and right. (laughs) And there's one moment where my brother-in-law is doing some move and you just hear crack. And my nephew just goes, Oh, right in the back of the head. You're a poor child. Oh, man. That yeah. Poor child. Yep. Real great. Oh, Real great. dear God. Um, as you guys can tell, we're doing anything that we can to not talk about the pain that is Atlanta United. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and while we're just, we're, there's a good segue talking about injuries into finally talking about God. Atlanta United. My, my statement months ago remains true. Atlanta United has not gone two consecutive matches without an injury all season. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Look how happy he is. He's a madman. It's ridiculous. He's Dr. Robotnik. It is absolutely ridiculous. He is Jim Carrey starring as Dr. Robotnik. <sighs> what, what is this team going to do in the transfer window? Because now I don't even know what the priority is anymore. I don't know either, dude. It's, um, it's tough because we have Joseph back. He seems he told the press that he felt like shit. 
or he felt like he played like shit, right? Uh, I, I believe that was the quote from Joe Patrick, if I'm not mistaken. Or something in the post game. Yeah. He's like, how do you feel you played? He said, shit. Um, but you would think that maybe that fills the gap. Um, I mean, we're going to be without Dom Dwyer every other game because of suspensions. So <laughs> um, maybe we need another backup. Because he got a, I didn't even realize he got a red at the end of the game. I didn't think he got a red. I thought Dumbledore he got a yellow. He didn't get a red at the end of the game. No, he got a yellow. Pineda got a red. Oh, yeah, you're right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. The way I was... Okay, the, the Pineda thing is why this is fucking me up because I have the box score up and it has Dom Dwyer with a yellow and then a red underneath him, but that's because Pineda um, isn't listed on the roster to pull right. into the stats or whatever. Right. Okay, sorry. But yes. Um, yeah, not having not having Tiago Almada for next game is going to suck. Dude, I don't... It doesn't matter to me anymore. What a stupid... Stupid red card. Yeah. yeah. That's so dumb. Like, I don't, what was he thinking? I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't knock bump the referee like that. But I was like, that referee was, was shit. Um, I he mean, he was is. so inconsistent with the calls. And then, you know, he was walking over towards Armada and Armada bumped him. Um, I mean, the, it was on Armada, but the referee didn't do him any favors, and the ref was just gleeful to be able to give a red card. Um, I was not a fan of Dickerson or whatever his name was. Yeah, Joe Dickerson. Um, you can't, but both things can be wrong, though, right? Yeah. Like both both people in that scenario can be doing something stupid. I mean, yeah, it it can both be wrong, but Armada's paying the price. Yeah, no, but I mean, it could be a learning experience for how old is he now? Is he twenty? He's almost twenty. Yeah, I mean, it's a learning experience for him. So it's really stupid though, because we're without a guy who has shown to be maybe our most. Uh, he's been involved no, in five of the last seven goals. Yeah, he's our most dangerous player, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, and the fact that we're not only going to be losing Ronald Hernandez after we lost maybe our best performer all season. Dude, that's the other heartbreaking thing is these guys that were, are getting international call-ups that are going down with injuries at yeah. pivotal points in the season that are likely going to miss any World Cup call-ups that they would have gotten. You know? yeah. Well, Venezuela didn't qualify, right? But, I mean, like Miles Robinson. No, but Miles Robinson out. for sure, yeah. I mean, because you see Aaron Long is going to start tonight with um, with Walker Zimmerman. So it's like that second spot was surely Miles Robinson's spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a Burton Boise saying we just playing uh, for the vibes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's rough. It, it's seeing Gutman go down now is probably I don't know. I it, it's tough to say whose injury has hurt more emotionally at this point because there's been so many right now i'll tell you what's hurting me the most is seeing bobby shuttleworth and goal week in and week out uh, do you think he wants to be there i don't think he Dude, wants to be there he's barely there to begin with yeah it's not yeah it's not he was super great he was absolutely awful um he was a bad he had bad timing bad distribution bad reflexes i mean and he's not been great Leading up, like this match wasn't like it was a fluke for him. It's not like he's had some huge standout performance. He's been middle of the road at best since he's gotten put into the position. Do you think Brad is faking this injury to be like, see, you guys really don't appreciate me? <laughs> it's like, 
you guys really um yeah you guys are spoiled yeah in the in the words of uh frank de boer yeah because we were i mean that that i feel like that rings just truer and truer as time moves on but it's interesting because of with brad going out and shuttleworth being uh just terrible um I feel like goalkeeper is is a position you can really identify to bring to make a serious signing in the summer transfer window. Is Rocco Rios Novo not a serious signing for you? Obviously, like he's not that rated, right? I, I think Pineda probably doesn't rate him that highly if he's sitting well, behind Bobby Shuttlesworth. Eric Ferreira says that exactly. Basically, imagine how bad Rocco is that he can't find playing time right now. No, I don't think it's so. The thing is with Rocco. Well, one, he's on loan. Two, he's only 19. So, and he's, I mean, his market value is what? Almost a million dollars. So on transfer market, but whatever. He's, he's good, but he's incredibly, incredibly young. I feel like he needs time to develop. What's I mean, the I'm point watching, of bringing but, him in on a loan? For depth cover, because he was a known entity. He's not going to take an international spot. But is Arlenus not playing right now? Uh, no, they're playing. Right. Was he not starting for them? No. No? Not getting any no. time for them? So it's sitting no. on the bench with us versus sitting on the bench at Lanus? But I feel like, well, now he can play. With, I mean, he's playing with the twos right now. I mean, they're down 2-0. <laughs> so, well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like you can bring in, because he's so young, you can bring in a keeper who's a good, like a decent keeper to be take that number one spot and allow Novo to uh develop on a I don't know on a on a decent trajectory rather than just slamming him in the first team at 19 and saying okay go for it because you know that could end up being detrimental for his development so I feel like you gotta you gotta string him along somehow but isn't that what has the fan base ravenous to bring him in? Is because we did he get he got foisted into that lineup in what was it in Cup. Costa Rica Open Cup? Yeah, last. Oh no, no, it was it was CCL, right? That's right. Wasn't it against? Um, no, it was Open Cup. Was no, it? No, it was it was CCL against Alajuelense. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, right? okay, Alajuelense, okay. Costa Rica, right? I'm not crazy. For some reason, I was Open. Cup. I believe so. Yeah, so. But yeah, he played good in those two games. But then, I mean, he didn't have the best time with the twos uh, last year. And I mean, he was the third string keeper at that point in time. I mean, there was just, he was the only oh, option. Man. There was yeah. no intent of playing him. It's like Adam DeJohn playing now. There was no intent of playing him, but here he well, is starting. Here he is, better than Alan Franco. <laughs> Pro- so I ch- change my mind. Change my mind. Tell me, Alex DeJohn as a center back for Atlanta United is not a better center back for Atlanta United than Alex. He's certainly Franco not right been now. as big of a liability as Franco has been. He hasn't made any of those noticeable mistakes. Plus, he's had. He's. It seems to be like he's the guy they cross the ball into on corners. Yeah, yeah. He gets his head to the ball too. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't lose his man on the first goal in the first minute of the game like Alan Franco did. Right? That Just was Alan Franco's goal. man. No, the first goal on the corner, yeah, that, was, that Hernandez. was Hernandez. That's whenever he went down because Shuttleworth took out his knees. Hmm. I was re-watching it. I could have swore that Franco was tracking. Um, I think that was the Rosetta. prior. Okay. 
I think you're getting that mixed up. No, with no, no. I, maybe, game. maybe I just did. Maybe it was, maybe it was Soto and, and not. Yeah. And um, I think, I think Franco. Nashville game, Franco lost yeah. his guy. Which, um, good I mean, lord, that was a what a shit show that was. The Nashville game for the delay and everything else. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. to have the game end like it did yeah. with that on a breakaway, two yeah. on what two on one yeah. on a breakaway, and just yeah. have the whistle blown exactly yeah. as stoppage time was yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that's total bullshit. Um, you think Alex DeJohn was on at fault for being put on an island on that second goal? No, I mean he's the only way back. That's how we're gonna play. I mean, there was it was either gonna be him or somebody else. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I mean, he we got beat over the top on that ball. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he got he definitely got put on an island and kind of just got but I mean to be over. I mean, so he didn't he didn't make an error, but he did get beat. So But Hurtado's not a bad striker to get beat by on a one on one, right? I mean, no, he's a pretty good Peruvian. Peruvian, I think he plays for the national team. Yeah, he used to play for Vancouver, if I'm not mistaken. I believe. Yeah, so. he's a solid striker. Um, so, and he did really well on that goal. I mean, he he really slotted it in the far post. Even though I I feel like Shuttleworth dived way too late yeah, to make the, a difference anyway. But it, it was, was still a great finish by No, it absolutely was. But that first corner, the fact that Bobby doesn't get a body on that is just – Yeah. It's not great, man. It's not a good look at all. Um, what was a good like, look? Go ahead. I feel like Shuttleworth could have done better, you know, on that Butz- the uh, Butzka goal against Chicago, the first one they yeah. scored where he got nutmegged. He should have done better yeah, against – in the Open Cup when Zubak – uh, scored in extra yeah. time for the winner. Yeah. I mean, that was a ridiculous angle. And yeah. he, yeah, I'm done with Bobby Shuttleworth. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Is, is Eric Ferrer telling me to go back and look at the, the highlights from the match about Alex DeJohn saying he doesn't look, uh, he doesn't, he's not, he does not look great? I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. But he is the fourth person down the depth yeah, chart exactly exactly yeah well dijon has a, a looking at um who scored dijon's rated at 7.3 and ranko's ranko franco's rated at rango uh 7.1 uh and franco got an assist so yeah and that automatically boosts your score yeah exactly um on the positive side first First bicycle, right? Bicycle goal for Atlanta United. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how could you miss that one? I mean, <laughs> for at least four yards. John Dwyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. It was really great. <laughs> I like. I I didn't realize what happened whenever yeah. it happened. And I watching the replay. He scored a bike. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I thought that was just like a deflection or something <laughs> went in. No, that was a clean ass bike yeah. from four feet away. It really yeah. was. Really How was. interesting is it that Dom Dwyer's now uh, in all competitions? He's a he's a number one goal scorer. Oh wow! Yeah, I I always not- rated him. I'm pretty I mean, sure I tweeted that from the account. At, yeah, he did not do good at Orlando, um, but he's doing pretty good for us right now. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to choose right now between him and Cisneros. Is it though? Well, I mean, that's I'm, the thing. Dwyer comes on and is. I mean, he's he's dogged. He's um, has all heart. There's he he's. <laughs> 
he's just an asshole, which I love because. Oh, dude! After he scored that goal and he shoved that guy into the back of the net trying to get the ball to go reset. Yeah, yeah. That got me so pumped. Well, there was one play. I think it was against Chicago. The play. I think it was the second half. The play was called dead, <laughs> and the ball happened to bounce out to Dwyer, who was on the edge of the 18. And even though the whistle had gone like five seconds later, and it was obvious the whistle had gone, nobody was playing. Everyone had acknowledged the whistle. He still like tried to um, ram the ball into the goal from the top of the 18, and it just hit one of the Chicago defenders <laughs> right in the stomach. <laughs> and they all started swarming around, and he was like, what, what, I'm just trying to, I'm just messing around. <laughs> just having a goof. Dan, yeah. do, do you Leave feel like play. you identify him, or identify with him as a British naturalized American citizen? Uh, I guess so. I ordered... Or it's just an the, asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more the I think I think it's a little redundant from the Department of Redundancy <laughs> Department. It's uh, yeah. Uh, well, last note I on Bubba. one of the um, new parlay kits, uh, though it's not going to be ready for like a month. What do you think and about? It? So, well, I mean, you got it's not one, purple. So it's not like, purple. It looked purple to me. It's not so purple. It's not. I don't know. Yeah. They say it's purple. They said purple is temporary, whatever. But uh, it's a reddish looks- blue. That looks blue to me. It looks like a Clemson kit to me. Yeah. You um, no, it's not that no, purple. Purple's not my color. It's definitely not uh, that purple. It just looks like a Minecraft pattern to me, the way it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not a seamless thing. Like, it's clearly just blocks that have stacked on top of each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't even know how I feel about it. Like, from all that, because I just, as soon as it came out, I was like, well, I'm trying to collect all the kits, so I'll just order it. And then the more, like, I... I find out about it. Like I think Dean posted something in the Slack of of a zo- of a, a zoomed in image of the crest, and it's just like it's screen printed onto the yeah to the shirt, and it's like oh, it doesn't look good. So I'm <laughs> thinking, you know, maybe I'll get Dwyer's name on the back or something like Do that. It. Did you get the wavy baking kit? I have, yeah. Oh, why, dude? Because I mean, as well, I mean, I'm, from a distance, it looks good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does. I like cake? the uh, yeah. maroon and orange. Oh. Maroon and orange is nice, but the wavy yeah. bacon is. It's a little. little Begging strips, dude. I mean, it's <laughs> not. Just it's strips not written on the back. Five strips. I think it's, I think it's a good. <laughs> I think it was a good concept that they came in, but they just did not execute it well at all. <laughs> Nobody got that. That was really good. Thanks. Just give five strips on the back, yeah. or just strips with the number five. Yeah. I like it exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You, you can't complain too much because they're recycling shit out of the ocean to make these kits. Like whatever they end up being is fine. But why limit it? Yeah, like that just seems so weird to me. Yeah, it's like we're gonna make this like a like a, put a false scarcity on this because Lord knows there's plenty of plastic in the ocean to make these kits with. I still think my fa- my favorite two were the first two the black one the dark gray one and then that teal one that was the next year yeah um, i think the best one's been the first one that was the was dark, dark gray, gray one. or is it, 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 it yeah, it's like almost black one, right? yeah it's yeah. the dark gray one gotcha and i just happened to be on my computer on a whim whenever it got I posted and that, got yeah. it and i was like i didn't know this was gonna be a thing <laughs> hundred bucks later yeah yeah anyway yeah it's i don't man it's we, i mean we only wear it once a year right so like yeah yeah, I don't know. Would you take that or would you take the forest kit? 
Oh, dude, there's some bad kits out there. I wasn't a big fan of the star one either. The stars kit. It's oh, stars kit. It was a training kit, right? No, they did that for Fourth of July. Oh, that was that a tra- one? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, the kit. We had a right. camo one that was a training kit, right? Yeah, maybe. There's always like what? There's the unity kit every year. I have the pride kit. That yeah. was one of the last that one. That I I the one that you got was really cool with the little dot pattern yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. I really like that one. Um, the kids beat or the kick childhood cancer one. That's uh, the best one. That one was really cool with the yellow like bubble text letter pattern all over it. I really liked that one. I don't think I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. It's um, a plastic. Kit. Um, I can't recall the unity kit this year i thought it would look okay but there's been some that i did not like at all wavy bacon being one the four i haven't liked any of the fourth of july kits so far that's right kendrick was saying those are all warm-up tops gotcha yeah yeah that's yeah i don't i i'm ashamed that i only have a couple kits in my my closet i've only got a handful too um i got the king peach the first parlay kit the inaugural season uh, you got both from the inaugural season, which the five stripes and the concrete. And yeah, the concrete. yeah, I got those strawberries and concrete, and then um, the black kit. Yeah. I got the replica because I I'm, I can't, I really hope next year the new home kit just does not have the stripes on the back of it. It just drives me nuts on the bottom. Um, oh, gotcha. But yeah, I think that's. Oh, and then I got the uh, the silver and white one. I don't remember what the name of that was. That Silver they came out and with. white one. You mean the king kit? The gold yeah. white? Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, Not the king gotcha. peach, but the away kit that came after that. The one from last year and the year before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. right. I'm like hoping those. this next... So next year we get a new home kit, right? I'm hoping this is the kit where Larry Lucas had some input into. I can't remember if it's oh. if it's this one or the next round after next year i do want to get a forest kit you said that and i was thinking camo the camo ones like you were talking about but i do mm. like the i do like the forest kit thinking about it the the one from this year the, yeah yeah with the nice. like triangle pattern on yeah. it and all that yeah. now we should get real tree as our sponsor <laughs> and just go camo the problem with the forest kit in my opinion is that because there's so many gradients and the pattern doesn't carry over onto the back they had to pick some sort of middle of the road color to transition into the solid uh, material on the back and it just doesn't quite match one versus the other. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just done white. Yeah. Um, back to the team, I guess. Why? Uh, Casey Donaldson, last thing on Bobby Shuttles or Bobby Shuttleworth. Casey says, uh, nobody on our team is running into Bobby and hurting themselves. Well, say that to Ronald Hernandez. No, I, hence her message retracted, I think. <laughs> oh, did it get, did it get retracted? Yeah. Oh, okay. I oh, talking about, oh, she was talking about goose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Let's say that to Robert Hernandez, who just got Ronald Hernandez. Ro- Ronald Hernandez. Robert Hernandez. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald Hernandez, who's now out with Well, him. I read it as her saying that they're not purposefully running into Bobby, that he's running into <laughs> them, which he did, right? Like he, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, what is that? Like, is this just going to force us to play three in the back? Which I love. We're going to end up with a one back here soon. I think you're going to have to. I don't, I don't mind a one in the back just because of how much attacking power we have. 
I like it. I like one in the back. Put George Campbell back there and just <laughs> hold it. Just down. pray. Hold yeah. the line. <laughs> or it could be like you know, we've been watching some hockey playoffs. Pull the goalie. <laughs> Play possession. We already do really well playing possession uh, a lot of the time. It's not like they can get the ball from us to go put in the back of our net. We get another guy on the field. I like it. Pull, pull the goalie. Well, so watching a little bit of this twos game that's going on, uh, I'd forgotten how much Rios Novo likes to play out of the box. He's almost like a sweeper. So you could, if you're playing him, then he would be. He maybe he becomes one of the th- the three back line. So you could just play, uh, you know, a two center back configuration, and then have Rios Novo go back and forth between that and the goal, dude. Sweeper keeper, hell yeah, yeah, basically playing five aside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, call Anibal up. Where's yeah, exactly. he? I mean, it's got to be parking somewhere. Yeah, that's true. You got to do three center backs. I mean, Mikey Ambrose, God bless him, um, <laughs> was not the guy. And we all we've got is Franco Campbell and DeJohn. Um Unless you want to call Ephraim Morales or um, Noah Cobb, but they're they're all centre backs too. Our, our back depth is Caleb Wiley, is who Brittany S brings up, who may be back by the time that we come back. Well, right. I think with with Wiley, I I mean, I want to see more Wiley. Give me more Wiley on the field, but I think let's not worry about let's not give him defensive responsibilities. Let's just get him up the wing so he can he can be a left wing back in a three, five, two or something. So I've lost track of all the injuries. Um, who all is, who all is out for the season now? Obviously for full for the season. Yeah. yeah. Guzan mm-hmm. Robinson, uh, Hernandez, right? No, Hernandez is, I thought he was out with three to four months. months, three That's to four months, pretty much the season, dude. Mm, season he'd be back till he'd, October. He'd be back. For playoffs, we're not the playoffs. The playoffs <laughs> He's out for the season, so Hernandez is out for the season. I don't know. I still have faith we're going to make the playoffs. Playoffs. Gutman's two to three months. So Gutman's going to be close. Yeah, it's eight to twelve weeks was his time frame. Wiley had an ankle injury, though. But he'll be set I, to come I, back. Ozzy Alonso is out for the season. Alonso's out for the season. Um, Sosa uh, is just is not rated. Good. Uh, in, but even whenever he's in the eighteen. He doesn't start. Yeah, I feel like Pineda. Well, that's because he's coming back from sports hernia surgery. I don't think it's just lack of performance. Oh, okay. So who? Do, so question remains: Who do we go Machop after? Chol, Kevin, you're forgetting Machop Chol. That's exactly what I was forgetting. Thank you, Dan. What you're are we welcome. Saying? Who do we go for in transfer window? Matthew Hoppy. What, posi- like what position? What position? Striker. Do we go for? Get like three three really? new strikers. You really no. think? It- I do. I really. And every time we've had this conversation, it's flipped from like, we don't know what to do without Joseph. We got to get somebody up there that can do something. And now it's, we don't have any defenders left. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, for real, though, I, I still think if Matthew Hoppy's available for the fee that they're talking about of $4 million, I think it's a steal. You got to make that deal every time. No? What? Okay. Not for $4 million. Hell no. It's too much. What? He went from Schalke to Mallorca for two for four million. That's too much, Tim. Inflation, Dan. What's? <laughs> it's going to be a long lead time. How does that affect? I mean, you're right. How does lead? How does the lead times affect transfers? Like, if you yeah. buy them now, do you not get them for an extra like sixteen weeks? Yeah. 
because of the supply chain. Wait, is that four million? Is that futures or is that actuals? Is that like right uh, now, well, I guess or is that four players, months from so now? It's always futures. Um, yeah, but I don't know, dude. But what what is he? Is he going to give us? So we've already Brock, got. We have at least three more knows. major injuries before now in the transfer window. So <laughs> who knows what we'll mean? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Dude, dude, uh, we didn't even talk about that poor guy who came. Was he from Schalke who came and trained with us and blew out his ACL <laughs> or his, his Achilles? He was trialing with us up in Kennesaw and he's out for the year now. I forgot all about that. Oh, sucker. Yeah, you can't make that shit up, can you? No. Children's, like, it should have never I told been. You, Piedmont is getting their money's worth as a sleeve sponsor this year. <laughs> <laughs> good god i don't think it's stop naming your training facilities after a medical facility like Dude. don't let a don't let a hospital sponsor your medical facility mulraney's got to be so happy to be out now has he played for orlando yet i don't know i completely forgot he was gone um yeah i don't know it's um anyway what do we do what do we do what do we do um there are probably some u.s men's national teams sh- center backs that might need some play time in the summer to get into the squad. So you just looking to loan someone, Tim for right now. I don't, you would think so, right? Like for the rest of the season, just due to the fact that you have miles Robinson coming back. Um, yeah. Oh, you mean going into next year? Yeah. Going to like, do you go for a permanent Ooh, transfer I got a right question now? For or you. do you get mercenaries? I got a question for you. We knew that Miles Robinson, or we all felt like Miles Robinson probably was gone after this season based on his trajectory. Do you think that his injury has hurt his chances of getting a trade in the offseason coming off of yeah. an injury without any playtime? So, so you think he's going to be back next year? He's a player that relies so much on his athleticism right. and blowing out your Achilles is yeah. – I think it's going to have to be like we. he has to probably show people again. So it's probably good that it happened is what you're saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fucking terrible. Uh, for the front office, maybe. <laughs> Do you think they're doing I, this on purpose then? I feel yeah. like if you're going to bring anyone in, it's it's going to have to be on loan because you've got so many pieces that you want around for next year, apart from, you know, maybe, you know, Cisneros is on. I, I mean, maybe you could bring in a backup striker. Um, I feel like goalkeepers where you want to bring someone permanent in, but the rest could is probably going to be alone. We, pro- I'd love to see a veteran midfielder, a la Osvaldo Alonso esque, come in. 
Is there anybody that's like out of favor right now in MLS that fits that bill that we might be able to bring in defensively or in midfield? Midfield. Hmm. I mean, I'd love Dax McCarty, but there's no way you're getting him. No, I do not want that man near Atlanta. I don't know. He just rubs me the wrong way. (laughs) He's just like a shit starter. He's definitely got, you know, probably A tier, not S tier, like, but A tier probably shithousery stats. But that's what you want on your team. Yeah, but I've only seen him against our team, so that makes me not want him on our team. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Um, okay. Sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. You've hurt me 10 times. I don't want to date. Like, I don't want to date you. Like, like, I don't want you part of You're not. I don't want you in my family. All you do is hurt well, my feelings. Why do I want you in my family? He doesn't need to be in your family. He just needs to be a someone mm-hmm. who can defend you when someone at one of the big boys at the bar comes and threatens you and your girlfriend. But how am I going to get a cheaper cell phone bill? That's where Visible uh, steps in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. This episode is brought to you by the download. No, it's not time for that yet. No, he's got two weeks to charge a shot. No, what are you talking about? We got Punta Cana on the 14th, right? Punta Cana? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who we play on the 14th? Pachuca? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the, to the Dominican. Yeah, I got a big game coming up, dude. I can put the count up. This is for all the marbles. Is it, it's just an exhibition, right? Right. Yeah. Does, no, it's does it Atlanta just him. Does Atlanta just withdraw from that at this point? Oh, is this camp? This isn't Campione's Cup. It's the American Family Insurance Cup. <laughs> That's right. This is some, hey, it's a Buela's dinner plate. Name. Exactly. It's a Buela's dinner plate, as Danny Palacios would say. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't even actually. I didn't, we got, I didn't forget because I didn't even know. Exactly. We were playing exactly. an exhibition. <sighs> so, yeah, we got Punta Cana coming up. Yeah. Pachama. What is it? Pajamas? P- Pachuca. 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 Yeah. What is it? What does this team do for that game? Does anybody really care? Put Rios Novo in goal. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think um, they just call up all gonna, of the twos. It's probably <laughs> gonna be yeah. I mean that you're probably right. It's probably gonna be an opportunity to see what some of these uh I would not play a single do. designated player in that game. No. We cannot yeah. risk injuries for that nonsense. Not on that turf. No. <laughs> Calling the experts. Stay vigilant. Speaking of which, <laughs> our buddy Will Balron, new book coming out this week, right? Uh, it's coming up. Uh, I know he was doing a giveaway on Instagram, I think. Let's see. Um, Will Balron. I thought it was coming out. On Goodreads, June 7th. Okay. So it's 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 expected on June seventh, so next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, go check him out. Will Balron on Instagram. He's doing a giveaway with a signed copy. So yeah, be sure to do that. Coming out soon. June sixth uh, is the day before launch day. So yeah, what did you say? June seventh. So that's yeah. It. Yeah. Um, Casey Donaldson saying, I I feel like this is right that you get a Golden Corral gift certificate. For winning the uh, American Family Insurance Cup. Yep, that's 100% true. I'm pretty sure it's just the Chick fil A seat upgrade, is what you get for winning. (laughs) But does it come with the chocolate fountain access? Oh, 
what happened to that with COVID? What Nothing. It doesn't China? transfer on surfaces. Well, <laughs> you're solid, dude. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get it from the person next to you, but you're not gonna get it from that chocolate. You don't do not blame that chocolate fountain. Gross, dude. The fact that chocolate fountains are even a thing in a public setting. Oh, dude, with we, strangers. Um, oh. Big Chow Grill. No, not Big Chow Grill. That's the one where it's like Mongolian Grill, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, was Chow Time Buffet maybe in Smyrna? <laughs> that sounds right. Yes, <laughs> Chow Time Buffet. We went there with some friends. <laughs> we had somebody get a soft serve cone and put it in the <laughs> put it in the chocolate fountain just to have the chocolate fountain pull the <laughs> pull the soft serve cone into it floating in there. Oh my god! Ah, uh, good grief! Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> What's your favorite? I miss Chinese buffet. Like oh for as sure. Somebody who grew up in small towns my whole life, yeah. that was a thing. And then coming to Atlanta, Dude, just getting a plate full of those Chinese donuts, which yeah. is just flaky biscuits covered in sugar. Yep, <laughs> that was deep fried. Yeah, or like, um, you get I don't know ten pounds of crawfish, and you work for like maybe an ounce of meat. <laughs> <laughs> the tiniest tails imaginable. I'll never forget going to uh, that Chinese buffet. Fu Garden and something. Oh yeah, and the uh, Fu went with Chris, my cousin, and he had gone up for another round of food, and I'd taken one of those crawfish off his plate and put it inside his drink, and they had that like translucent type <laughs> glass. So he came back, and this thing's floating in there, and he went to pick it up to drink, just dropped it to me. He's like, <laughs> "I thought it was fucking predator in my drink." <laughs> uh, Dan, have you had Chinese buffet? Yes. Okay. Just but not sure. since the pandemic started. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I haven't either. I worked I do, with Kevin for it. like three or four years. Yes, I've had Chinese buffet. You didn't yeah. work with me for that long. You bailed after a year, you pansy. <laughs> no, it was at least two. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. What Chinese buffet did we go to, Dan? We went to the Indian buffet. And Japanese buffet, Kiku, uh, in Bobo Garden. That wasn't well, a, I guess buffet. That's not a buffet. No. What? I did go there recently, though. Forgot how good that place is. And everything at the buffet tastes the same. Oh yeah, as the exact same aftertaste. Oh, Every yeah. single bite of food yeah. that yeah. you get is um, worth it. Oh, it's worth it for sure. Yeah, and Stephen Prowse is right. The point of the night. Nothing. Nothing more suspicious than Chinese pe- buffet pizza. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. God, we need to do something like that. Once everything's completely done, like, or like a Shoney's. Why don't we just go to like a Brazilian steakhouse, which is like the, mm. the classy version of the Chinese buffet, essentially. Yeah. We just have it flipped to grain the entire time. Exactly. You don't stop. See how high the plate piles up before you, can, before you can catch up. That's what we used to do at this, uh, the conveyor belt sushi place in Barcelona. We just oh, yeah. see who could stack the plates the highest before we left. Yeah. Hmm. Stephen Prowess bringing up Nori Nori. Nori Nori's solid. It's not Kiku, though. I feel like Kiku's better. Yeah. And Buckhead. Yeah. Well, they haven't done the buffet since COVID. I went there. Oh, four really? Weeks ago. They're just doing half off. And the one in Milton was good, too. It's not as good as, or Alpharetta is <laughs> no, off Old Milton. Good. It's not as good as Buckhead. No. No. Um, what about CC's? Should we just do a day of CC's? Yes. Are we just planning the bachelor weekend? It's just buffets for every <laughs> meal. Oh we do a breakfast buffet at Shoney's. No, it's DVBs. And then we go to CC's. <laughs> and then we do Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> then we do Brazilian steakhouse. Um, yeah. 
Dan's just completely tuning us out. He's watching. He's can put he can put his full attention on the Atlanta United two game right no now. No kidding, man. Um, any takeaways? Any positive takeaways other than Dom Dwyer's bike from the Columbus Look, game? I think the ball movement passed. Holy shit! Forward. What a goal! All right, dude, we get it. Dom Dwyer scored the bike. We we already talked about that, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, no, um, he just scored on a volley. That was beautiful. Damn it! Who's number eleven on the twos? I wish I knew who the twos players were. You don't even know. Um, I think the ball movement and offensive playmaking has been really great. I think that's been consistent week over week. Yeah. That I feel like they're creating chances. Aruju, Almada, Moreno, now Joseph back in the fold, Cisneros. I think all of those guys are clicking really well. The chances are clearly coming, and they're getting on the end of them consistently. I don't remember. Um, I mean, we just as long, just as much as we haven't gone two games in a row without an injury. I don't think we've gone two games in a row without scoring a goal either. So yeah. we're we're at least scoring pretty consistently week over week. The issue is we can't seem to get out of a match whenever we are having to put up multiple goals just to get a draw. That's really where the issues are coming from. So yeah, it's it's. Like if we had Frank DeBoer right now, we'd probably be pretty solid. Is probably, what you're saying? Probably because the defensive structure. Yeah, he would have wingers. Is what? what but is it the, would be so boring. What? What is the reluctance in playing a three back? Because I'm. I feel like I felt like we played a lot better with three in the back on Saturday. Whenever, yeah. um, whenever we switched over to that. I know it was out of necessity due to the roster, but like I feel, I always feel like we play better with three in the back. Yeah, like historically, think, we've always played better with three in the back. The only thing with three in the back is then you've got one less opportunity to get somebody else upfield. So um, I guess when you can, when you're nil nil or you're in a leading position, you want to get more people up the field. But then if you know the game, you know the injuries dictate with the defenders that we have. Um, I mean, we were almost playing like a a, a three seven at one point at the, towards the end when we were throwing absolutely everything at the goal. Um, I I think that's all you're gonna you're gonna be. Um, I don't think it's a reluctance. I think just Pernada prefers to play with uh a, with a back line of four, but now he's not going to be able to. I mean, I felt like it was the same thing with Tata. Like Tata didn't want to play with three in the back, but I felt like his teams always looked great whenever we had three center backs. But the teams looked great with two, with you know, two center backs. Because the things with Tata, we would get up the field and then we'd be able to swarm back real easy. And you know, I guess it's just a philosophy. Like you want to have as many you want to ideally you don't want your center backs touching the ball you want to be defending from the front so if you can get more guys up there to push and to press um then that's ultimately going to work out better for you because you know the potential of scoring more goals is higher but we've had because you know uh like to kevin's point i mean we we played awesome we had two stupid mistakes where uh, you know, we eventually lost the game. Um, Columbus, you got to give them their due. They paid, they played really well. So our attack is is just going from strength to strength. I feel like I know the goals aren't necessarily always there, and the well, the wins aren't there to prove that. But 
we we had 22 shots was it i think it was actually more than that um but yeah 22 shots to their nine yeah again it comes back to the fact that what we were talking about before right like this league is structured on just get into the playoffs and then hope that you've got a healthy squad to push you through. And I think that that's really what Atlanta's going to be struggling to do this year is that offensively, if we can maintain some semblance of consistency and pick up some defensive depth in the transfer window and maybe get Gutman and Hernandez back healthy going into playoffs, maybe we can shore up that backside and maybe we get a goalkeeper even in this transfer window. But we just got to maintain and and try to squeak out some wins along the way. And I think that if we can at least have a couple, some sort of level of competency and consistency on the back line, defensively speaking, that's going to happen because offensively they're doing all the right things. I'm not seeing anything offensively that's putting us in these issues that we have seen early on in the season or even in years past. Like how much of it is that pivot in the midfield? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like a bar. I don't know in isolation that those two are playing poorly, but I don't like, are they the problem or is it just our back line? That's the issue right now. I mean, I've lost track of the amount of times and I don't want to put all of Atlanta United's burdens on one man, but I've lost track of the number of games and the lump, number of situations where Franco has been, caught out of position and losing his man. And Pineda had a great point about it, which was, you know, the reason why Franco continues to get starts and continues to get play time, A, it's, there's nobody else to put him in there, but B, the back line always ends up having more scrutiny because if they miss out on a play or if they miss their ball or if they miss their player, mm-hmm. it most more than likely results in a shot on goal or a goal that follows up with that. Now, if a striker misses out on an opportunity and he doesn't score, nobody's going to think anything about it because it doesn't necessarily determine the outcome of the game because they're going to get more chances to do so. So, But that said, it is glaringly obvious that Franco is still not up to where he really was towards the end of last season, and he's he's – had yeah. some inconsistencies in his ability to maintain his position on strikers and midfielders as they're making that transitional play towards the back line. And in a situation that Atlanta's in right now with the back line so depleted, you can't have that consistently happening with one player. Yeah, I'd like to I would really like to see a stat on that because I know it's it's highlighted. I feel like he's a better player than you'll give him credit for no i think he's Um, yeah i I don't think it's it's, just i feel like i feel like the eye test with him is a biased yeah uh because you know like you say it's if you make a mistake in the back line it's like oh my god hey remember when freaking alan franco made all those mistakes right and it's like well how many of them actually were that um he's i mean he's arguably one of our better center backs. I mean, he's arguably he's one of our one of the remaining backs. three yeah, center backs. Exactly. But he's still, I still have faith in Alan Franco because I've seen oh, yeah. what he can be. Yeah, and I feel like there's there's just going to be okay. So Caleb Portis at in his press conference after the game said, you know, because Columbus have been going through a a really difficult time. I mean, they've had a few injuries, nothing like Atlanta's been dealing with, but they've had a bunch of injuries. He was saying their first four subs that they made during the game were because of injuries. And he was saying that P 
people say the sky is falling and all it takes is one game and you can turn it all around. And I really feel like that that's, that's basically what Atlanta United have. And potentially Alan Franco could be a key part of that. I mean, well, he has to be. So I, I just have, you know, you, you gotta put him out there one because there really is no one else, but two, I mean, are you really gonna sit him even if you had another option? Right. You can't now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not. You can't do that to him now, right? Well, the the other thing is, like, if Miles Robinson was in, okay, then you would argue, you would start Miles Robinson one and one over Alan Franco. But are you gonna start? Are you gonna start to John over Alan Franco? Are you gonna start Campbell over Alan Franco? Yeah, I mean, we. I would. What was what was our record with the pairing of George Campbell and Miles Robinson earlier on in the season? Oh man, I don't know. Rather good, from what I remember, right? I guess we'd have to look that up, but I feel like they had a pretty good run at the beginning of the season whenever they were paired together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Alan uh, Campbell had some games that weren't great. So Campbell and Robinson, the 3-1 against Kansas City. They paired together. Um, Alan Franco and Miles Robinson were the pair uh, when we got throttled in Colorado. Um, It was Campbell and Franco against Charlotte. And was Miles out at that point? No, Miles and Franco have had... Miles and Franco together were not a good pair. That's that's the thing. It's like Franco is the only common thread. Yeah. So it's difficult to... I mean, there haven't been games... I, I believe he's played every game. No, he... Uh, well, he might have come in as a sub in the... No, he did not play in the um, opener against Kansas City. No, because he was coming off of that um, preseason injury. Oh, right? the red card. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but Kansas City is shit. They're really bad. Okay. In fact, I mean, we, we are too then, right? Fired? No. Did Peter Vermees get fired? Oh, no, he's still there. No. Miguel Angel Ramirez from Charlotte got fired. Yeah, I think Kendrick said something about that early on whenever I was making the joke about yeah. Pineda trying to dodge the blame, uh, saying that Charlotte's doing better than we are and they still fired their manager. So, <laughs> Yeah, that is that is stupid. It's very stupid. Especially That's, at this juncture in the like season. It's like a pissing yeah. contest with the, the front office or something like that that he lost. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. That was a really well, dumb move on their part. If I was Minnesota, I'd be snapping him up. Yeah, I mean, is um, or Cincinnati? Since he's not well, doing poorly, good. right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I forgot that they had kind of started trending. They're still this like, season. what are they? They at one point they were a few points out of first. I mean, the the table for the East is super tight at the top, right? Again, I mean, NYCFC was is back in first, yeah. which is crazy considering the start to the season that they had. Yeah, yeah NYC had. I mean, they could win Supporter Shield this year. Yeah, Cincinnati's at 19 points. I mean, they're they're four back from a top four, so from yeah. a home game yeah. in the first round. All thanks to Brandon Vasquez, good yeah. old BB19. I don't know what number he has up in Cincinnati, but I do miss that that fellow. I would have very much liked to see him play for Atlanta United this season. So, um, so Atlanta United 
back at home in a little over two weeks against Inter Miami, and then got a pretty decent run at leading up until the NYCFC game on July 3rd. So you've got Inter Miami, Toronto, Red Bulls, and then NYCFC. So in that run, you've got two very winnable games, one challenging game, and then you've got NYCFC. Like, where do we see this team headed in those four games? If you were to guess, as far as win, lose, and draws. Who were they again? Uh, Inter Miami, Red Bulls, uh, NYCFC, and Toronto. Toronto's currently sitting in 12th in the East. Um, Inter Miami sitting in 7th, uh, just two points ahead of Atlanta United. Red Bull sitting. We have a in game f- in hand, too. Yeah. Red Bull sitting in 4th, <clears throat> and then NYCFC obviously leading the table. I would say best case, we get nine points out of that. But best case. I think best case, we get seven. I don't see us winning three in a row. Well, I mean, it would be Miami Red Bulls, then you would lose to NYCFC and then beat Toronto. So it wouldn't be three in a row. Well, NYC is the last of that run, so they would have to win against Miami, Toronto, Red Bulls. Oh, and so to... you, the order you send it was yeah. No, I was totally just saying yeah. I was just saying yeah, sorry. I was just saying them in the order I remembered saying them. Sorry, the order that they play is Miami, Toronto, uh, Red Bulls, then NYCFC. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I still think so. I don't, I don't think, I honestly don't think Miami are very good. Um, and They're Toronto, ahead of us, granted, on, on yeah, and we play them at home after a rest. That gives me some bill of confidence. Where are we playing? Are we, is Red Bulls at home? Um, I think that Red Bulls was at home. Hold on, let me see. No, Red Bulls. So we actually go on a pretty extended stint away. So Toronto, Red Bulls, and NYCFC are all on the road. I'm interested to see how this team fares against Red Bulls because they haven't played them yet. Um, we haven't seen Almada against Red Bulls. Has Arujo played against Red Bulls? Um, I don't know. but don't. And I'll also, think- I'll also mind you that these games are in pretty short turnarounds. So Toronto, we play on the 25th, then we play Red Bulls on the 30th, and then we play NYCFC on the 3rd. So all these games are within four to five days of one another without full week of rest on the road. NYCFC is on the road? Yep. Ooh, That's a loss. It's always a loss in Yankee Stadium, right? We have like one win in Yankee Stadium. Hi, buddy. Like I said, I think best case, I'm leaning towards six points now instead of seven. I think we're going to lose to both of the New York teams. We'll beat Toronto. We'll beat Miami. And I think we probably draw Red Bulls. I feel like we draw Red Bulls more than either team wins those games, right? And we've never beat them in the regular season still. Yeah, I think this could be the changing of the wind. I'm going to be positive here. I'm going to say nine points is best case scenario. I like it. I like it. Worst case is zero. <laughs> no, well, yeah, to Brittany S's point, yeah. zero points if Bobby's in goal. Yeah. I don't think they're going to put Bobby in anymore. 
because can't. I feel like they'll play Rios Novo um, against Pachuca, see what he's got, and then um, you're going to play him against Miami. Oh, Atlanta United, two, three, two up. Nice. Wow. Yeah, number 11 was De- David Mejia. Is that right? He scored the... Uh, yeah, but it wasn't number 11. It was, I don't know, I think it's 24. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of those players. Yeah, I don't follow the twos very... I, I can hardly follow the ones right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else before we wrap things up here? No, I don't think so. I mean, right. do you want to talk about Inter Miami? Do you have something prepared for Inter Miami? Do you yeah. want to talk about that next week? We're waiting on you, Dan. Yeah, where's my intro? Oh, I didn't. You didn't say if you had something ready. I said yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Well, you know. Well, I mean, sometimes you weren't listening. So. Sometimes you make a little too much noise. Can't hear you. <laughs> You got to sweet talk us. Talk dirty to us. Then we'll hear you better. You've waited for it long enough. It's been weeks now. You've been celibate. You've come back. You've returned. Here he is. The download. Uh, As I said earlier, I don't think Miami are very good. I think... Campana is very good, and I think their goalkeeper Drake Calendar is also good. But I just from I was watching a bunch of their highlights in the past uh, five MLS games, and it seemed like every goal they scored, they were either had the same amount or greater amount of attackers to defenders, and were able to find a pass, an easy pass to a tap in, or Campana made something of brilliance, and it was that was only twice so in to go to kind of go back from where they where they were so last weekend they played portland at home one two one um but again they were easy goals outside of um campanas first and portland have been awful um i believe they've won three or four games all season whereas they've done a whole bunch of losing before that um then before that, they played New York Red Bulls and won 2-0 at home again. Uh, that was really bizarre. I believe one of their goals was an outside shot from the 18, but the goalkeeper just seemed to dive incredibly late. It was almost as late as Bobby Shuttleworth's dives. So they were kind of like almost gifts of goals. Um, then they went to Philadelphia and drew nil-nil, but Philadelphia had 20 shots to Miami's nine. Eight of those of Philadelphia's on target, only two of Miami's were, and if you watch the highlights, it's all Philadelphia. Um, then they had DC at home, and they lo- they drew while they were up 2-0 and lost two goals to get a draw with Philadelphia. And again, both of their goals, they were guys in wide open spaces unmarked and then they lost one nil to charlotte at charlotte so they obviously do a whole lot better at home than they do on the road um and outside of campano i just i mean lassiter has had a little had a few chipped in a few goals here and there but 
I I don't know what it is. They seem to to me, they seem to be incredibly lucky. And I feel like it's only a matter of time before that luck is going to run out and they're going to go back to the mean of where they were. So if you could keep comparing the two between Atlanta United and, and into Miami, I feel like at some point in time, it's going to get turned on in Atlanta and we should be put together a winning streak. In the same time, I feel like the game is going to be up in Miami and they'll regress. So in the head-to-head, Miami have beaten us three times. We've only beaten them two and we've had three draws. Campana, the Ecuadorian, is is obviously their best-rated player. He's got seven goals on the season. But their their top-rated player is Drake Callender. So he has replaced Nix Marsman, the Dutchman, uh, who is recovering from knee surgery. And ever since Callender's come in, they've been so much better. He's such a... Uh, assured guy at the back. He's in the 99th percentile on saves. His he Every time there's a shot taken on him, he has an 80% chance that he will save it, which puts him in the 97th percentile of all goalkeepers through MLS. And you can compare that with Bobby Shit Shuttleworth. Every time someone takes a shot on him, it's a 64.5% that he will save it which is puts him in the 19th percentile, which is terrible. So I think we all bring in a goalkeeper during the break, but we will see. Uh, Into Miami, I think they're frauds. Uh, We should beat them. So if we're going to do score predictions, I'll see what Kev and Tim and you in the trap have um, for those predictions. All right. Are we unmuted? Yeah, we're unmuted. Score prediction, I'll say 2-1 Atlanta. Yeah, I'll probably say the same. No no way we're keeping a clean sheet. No, no, not at all. What do you think? Did, Dan, did you say your score prediction? No, I, didn't I so. did not. <clears throat> um, What did you guys say? I wasn't listening. 2-1. 2-1. Miami? Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, good. Follow Atlanta. Yeah, I probably they will be. They'll probably will get a goal, but just to be different, I'll go three one. Wow, I like it. It's probably not going to happen. It's probably going to be a two one, but you guys both pick two one, so I can't do the same thing. And copy us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Is that it? Well. Thank you all for joining us. I know the wait was long overdue. We will try to be back next week. At the very least, we will be back at least before uh, that Miami game to catch up with everyone. If not next week, then the week after. Uh, if you want to know when we go live, you can follow us on Twitter at Home Before Dark. That's before so we'll be in the number four. Or the best way is to subscribe and hit the bell icon on YouTube to get a notification whenever we go live. Then you don't have to remember. You don't have to check Twitter. You can get rid of all those social media apps and just get a notification whenever we go live and hang out with the fine people in the trap, like those of you who join us each and every week. So thank you so much for doing so. Um, gentlemen, where can they find you at online, uh, if anywhere? Uh, yeah, at Tim Herb on Instagram. You could – maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Dan, what about you? Uh, follow me on the Home Before Dark Twitter. I'm 
debating whether to, to delete my Twitter account. Yeah, I think I think our future plugs are just going to be the, the, the show, show account. Twitter because none of us really use our personal accounts for much of anything these days. Um, so, which is a good thing. So, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Uh, be sure to check in next time. As always, be home before dark. Tim, has the MySpace page coming? <laughs> it's not. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.